question here is, for a lot of women listening, they crave those type of relationships, those really intimate, beautiful relationships with women. What would be advice for them for cultivating those so that they can feel seen and held in the way that you do? Mm. I think getting involved in your local community through volunteer work um, and activism, at least for me, because that's a passion of mine, mm-hmm. I would I would personally mm-hmm. start there. Uh, to meet like-minded individuals like you have to and you know and also I've met some great friends on Twitter who then I like met up with and you know I'm close friends with them now but I think stepping outside and going into your community and trying things you've never tried before find a book club uh, create a book club with your friends you know or find a writing circle uh but I think it's really important to step outside and find that close by so that we can like, you can consistently have that moment of like circling back, whether it's once a month, every two weeks, seeing each other in person, I think is like really, really important. And knowing that you're not the only one feeling that way. Like there's that poem about friendship. I have a couple, but every time I perform it, every time I share it, it's like, it just cracks through something that I didn't even know would resonate so much. And so if it helps, like so many people are craving that. And I think especially as adults, I felt a deep loneliness leaving college because, you know, for from the time that you're in kindergarten to the end of college, it's like you're surrounded by peers. Nobody tells you how jarring it's going to be when you graduate and you're just by yourself figuring it out on your own. And then after that, unless you're working with people who you would, you know, potentially want to be friends with, it's so difficult to meet new people and make new friends. Um, But I think, and when you meet the right ones, you know, energetically, you will just hit it off and like you will make that effort. And sometimes it's not easy. And it's like any relationship is work, as I'm sure you know, and a lot of that work is not fun, um, but it's important to do so that you can experience the other side of it, which is fun and joyous and beautiful. I'm so glad you said that because this is like my question I've been pondering myself recently is around work in relationships and finding the balance of when is the work for your spiritual growth in relationships? When is it part of the conscious relationship? And when is a relationship just unaligned? And I'm curious your thoughts on that, like how people can figure that out. Because I think in our space, when we're like, yes, relationships are hard, you have to look at your shadow, you have to look at the parts of you that are ugly, you have to really put your ego aside, you have to choose love again and again, which isn't easy. And then when is it a time where it feels like it's unaligned and there might be too much efforting? Have you ever had any of those experiences or do you have any thoughts on, on that when I say that? Hmm. Do you mean relationships with friends or anybody or like romantic I relationships? I even think both. I think both. Okay. I think both. I don't know. I think... I kind of will always come back to I always say that I can't expect people to if I'm giving this person so much 
I can't give expecting that in return. And if this person teaches me that mm. perhaps they can't love me or share with me the ways that I want, then I need to, and then that's okay. And then I know that maybe then I'm not going to pour my heart and my soul into this, you know, like, and so I kind of had to learn that throughout years. It's like, I have some friends who, you know, I, I'm going to party with them and like, that's kind of it. And we're going to have a great night, but they're not the folks that I'm going to call when my like heart is broken and I need somebody to like pick me up and like, just take me for ice cream. Um, but I think we always know like the gut and the instinct is always speaking to us. And sometimes we're just too afraid to listen. Um, but I think listening to your instinct is very, very important. And I think like, for me, it's always been like, I don't know if you, sometimes when something is, I, I leave when it's toxic. That's kind of when I'm like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. But sometimes I, I have friendships that are very difficult, but I know that that's something that they are dealing with in their own life. And I bring how much I can and I support how much I can. And then that's, there's a boundary that I draw and then I go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dr. Tema Bryant, she came on the podcast and she said, there's such a difference between um, saying, I don't know and saying, I know, but I'm scared. Because I think that's for a lot of people, their intuition speaks to them. It's telling them something and they know, but they're scared to say or admit it. I know I'm someone that happens to me all the time where I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. And it's, I know, but I'm scared to admit it or I'm scared to make a move or or take a step further. Have you ever had a friendship breakup? Have you ever had your heart broken by a friend um, in your life? I have. I have. You know, I'm very lucky. I haven't had that for quite some time. um I'm very lucky for that but I've had like some of my best friends like in high school really that's Mm -hmm. when the last time it happened for me Mm -hmm. um that truly broke my heart and I have had you know although I haven't had like toxic friendship breakups one of my my dear longest friend I've had since I was in sixth grade my best friend um my relationship, we went from seeing each other every single day from like the start of sixth grade to college. And then when all of this started happening for me and the book started coming out and my interests and my ambitions sort of began to change, well, not change. I actually just began to step into the ambitions and step into all of that. She did have, um, she saw it differently. She saw it as like me putting our relationship second and not caring and all of those. So I think that was probably in recent years, the most difficult transition I've had is um, we sort of stepped away from our relationship for a year. And I thought it was never, ever going to like, we were never going to come back together again. Um, And it was a relationship I never, ever thought would end, you know, like, we were like, we would talk about, oh, one day we're going to get married and we'll do this and we'll do that and we'll have kids and we're just going to grow old together. It's going to be great. And then boom, it just disappeared. And a year after, you know, she sort of came back and she was like, I'm sorry. You know, I thought you were being selfish, but you weren't being selfish. You were just aligned in your purpose. And I'm realizing that now and like, let's work on it. And, you know, our relationship. I love her so deeply. Um, and 
but our relationship will never go back to how it was because I can't see her every day and I can't call her every day. And like, I still grieve that because I miss that and she is medicine for me. Um, but I've realized friendships will work like this, you know, we'll grow together and then we'll go apart, but we can come back and there's so many ebbs and flows and it doesn't always just have to be closeness and perfect. Um, in fact, I think most of it is just kind of like this. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And yeah, the high school relationships, man, because during that, those, that, those years, you're just so desperately clinging to feeling less alone and feeling seen it is like such a tender. I mean, those relationships with women, some of the most heartbreak I've ever felt. It's so, and you are just like, so close. It is like, yeah, you're yeah. like, you're my bridesmaid. You're like 14. You're like, you're my <laughs> bridesmaid. We're together forever. <laughs> this is us period. The end. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose. And follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.